Amen. I appreciate the Lord tonight. I appreciate what I felt in Sunday school. I appreciate what I felt last night. But this is another night, another day, isn't it? Amen. And I'd sure like to, I'd like to get to where I could uh, feel the liberty that I feel like I needed to feel. Amen. In the Lord. And um, we appreciate you being in the house of God. Uh, but most of all, I appreciate the Lord being here. Without him being here, we wouldn't have too much of a service, would we? It takes the spirit of the Lord, so I certainly do appreciate him. We'll try to preach. I don't know if we'll get anywhere or not. Seems like I'm getting a lot of interference. I don't know if you feel that, but I'm, I'm getting interference. Seems like the Lord's trying to work, but there's interference somewhere. And if you hadn't already noticed that, there's something wrong. There's an interference with the signal coming from heaven. And uh, I believe it ain't nothing but the devil. I don't know what you think about it, but it's the devil himself. Praise God. And it seems like we have everything just about like it needs to be, except the um, devil's trying to uh, bring interference. And um, so um, I'm not much of a quitter. I, I, the old saying is go down swinging sometimes. And I'd rather go down a swing and just sit down. Praise God. There's been times I sort of felt like sitting down. But a long time ago when I was a little bitty boy, there was something inside of me that uh, didn't have too much give up in them. I may get pinned on the bottom, but if I, if I, wouldn't, I don't ever remember a wrestling that I ever gave up. Never remember that. I'd always try to make my way on top some way or another. It might take a while. It may take a long while sometimes. But I eventually try to get to the place that I came out on top, Brother Tucker. And sometimes it takes a while to do that. Praise God. But if the Lord help us just for a little bit, and probably, and probably tonight, I probably need this uh, message as much as anybody. Amen. Especially in this service tonight. Psalm chapter 40, verse 1. A psalm of David. It said, I waited patiently for the Lord. And he inclined unto me and heard my cry. Psalms 37, verse 7. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord they shall inherit uh, the earth. And um, if, I, if I could, I'd like to try to preach. I may not preach tonight. Amen. But I'd like to preach a little while on just being patient. Just being patient. Uh, and um, the value of patience. Sometimes uh, we're, we're, we're in a uh, quick, fast, speedy, quick turnover world we look for instant results we look for quick things to happen uh, I remember when people spend all day just about cooking and now if you can't hardly do it in 15 or 20 minutes we get upset we just can't, we just can't wait I mean we can't hardly wait for go extra 5 minutes for the biscuits to get done we just uh, we can't hardly wait till Till, till something else. We've got all this fixed up, but we've got one more thing in oven and just can't hardly wait. Amen. Am I right or wrong? 
We're in that type. We've, we have, we have uh, developed an attitude in this world that we want things fast, don't we? I do. I certainly do. I, I mean, I'm no different than you are, but we like things fast. And But our patience, uh, the Lord dealt with me several days ago. Uh, I was going to work about uh, this patience thing and uh, how important. And I didn't realize, I probably don't know the whole whole sum of it tonight about how valuable patience is. But he said, for one thing, he said, uh, I waited patiently for the Lord. And then in the next verse said, and, and I rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. So there must be somewhere or another the Lord's going to catch up with us after a while and the Lord's going to come by. Amen. And um, did, did you ever go somewhere to a, a place of business like a, a, a car dealership or, or into a store to buy something and, and, and you walk around and you needed help but it seemed like nobody there to help you. You get fretting, you get just a little bit uh, weary and, and aggravated and everything else, but it seemed like nobody was concerned about you spending any money with them. That's right. I went to car lots before and walk around, and you sort of look in the window and nobody show up. And I have been a few places. I got out of the car, and before your feet hardly hit the ground, they busting through the door. I mean, they're hitting the ground ready, trying to sell you something. But uh, I like service, and I like quick service. I like for things come in a hurry. I ain't no different than you are. How many likes things come in a hurry most time? Well, sure we do. We, we like it. We, we go take an automobile to a place to get it worked on. They have a, a lounge there. We get to sit in there. We get picking up magazines. We read everything they've got in it. We get to drinking their free coffee, and we drink all their free coffee. And if they've got donuts, we eat their donuts. And still it ain't fixed. And we wait and wait and we find we see somebody that took one in after we did and they got theirs fixed, they gone. And you get to fretting around a little bit and what in the world's wrong? I, I, I had mine here before they did. If you ain't careful, you'll throw a fit because we don't have patience. Amen. We just don't have the patience anymore in this world. I mean, this world is that way. But he said, let us wait patiently for him, for the Lord. Somewhere or another, if we wait on the Lord, he's going to come by and help us. Amen. How many needs the help of God tonight, some way, somehow? Well, I'm going to tell you what, you wait long enough, he's going to be there. I mean, he'll finally come by. There have been times, I, I'll admit, I wish he'd have got there a little bit earlier, I thought. But uh, Brother Pete, he's always been right on time. I mean, they ain't not been to my time, but he was on his time. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. I, I, I'm, I'm seeming like it's getting less interference all the time. <laughs> Seems like I ain't getting as bu that busy signal that I was getting a while ago, Brother Pete. Praise the Lord. But he said here that we waited patiently on the Lord. And 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 19, I have several scriptures to read. For this is thankworthy if a man for conscience toward God endure grief and suffering wrongfully, for what glory is it if you be buffeted for your faults and you take it patiently? In other words, if, you, if you're corrected because you actually did wrong and you, and you take it with patience, and, and that's okay and it's nothing wrong with that. But he, he said here, uh, uh, what glory is it? But if you do well and suffer for it, you take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. He said here, said if we, if we suffer 
wrongfully. I mean, you get lied on. You get talked about. You get done wrong in some way, shape, form, or fashion. How are you going to handle it? It ain't too bad sometimes if you know you're as guilty as an egg-sucking hound somewhere, but if you ain't been sucking no eggs, uh, you don't feel like it. you ought to be accused of sucking eggs, do you? How many remember when they had a time of dogs and stuff sucking eggs? Anybody ever remember that? And uh, some of these don't know what egg-sucking dogs are. But I remember a time period people raised the chickens and had them in the chicken house and dogs get around and, and everybody waiting on the eggs. They'd been waiting since the day before to go collect the eggs and overnight, somewhere or another, dog got chicken house, messed all eggs up. Amen. I wouldn't take nothing for those days. Amen. But anyways, it said here that we take it patiently. If you suffer for wrong's sake, if somebody does you wrong, then you take it patiently. And you uh, weigh it, weigh it, sort of weigh it out a while and wait it out a while and, and, and don't say too much about it and, and just take it patiently. The Bible said that the Lord accepts that. There's something that impresses God when we take it patiently. I'll take it patiently. I'll bust her mouth first chance I get. <laughs> I'll take it patiently. First chance I get, I'll tell them all. I'll get my chance and I'll, I'll get right in front of them and I'll tell them all about it. <laughs> you say Christian people don't talk like that. Some do. They think it anyways. If I just get my chance to do it, buddy, I'll do it. That's what they think. But if we take it patient, I'm going to be honest with you. It's hard for me to take it sometimes. It's hard for you if you be honest with yourself. That's right. But if we wait patiently for it somewhere, the Lord's going to come by. He's going to bless us because we, we took it and because we waited, because we didn't follow through with what the devil wanted us to follow through with. Amen. So we wait patiently for him. Amen. It says, but uh, for uh, even hereunto were you called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, example that we should follow his steps. Jesus was a prime example of patience. I read a place there in the New Testament where it said that when they accused him in one place, they said he opened not his mouth. Open not his mouth. Boy, don't we need more of that today. Romans 2 and 7, To, the, to them who by patience, patient continuance in well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality and eternal life. I got to studying about this patient thing, and I realized real quick, Pete, that... Uh, ain't going to go to heaven if I don't have the patience of God. I read in the Bible where it talked about the patience of Job. Got to have patience. Got to have the patience. And uh, as it said here that by patient continuance in well-doing that we seek for glory and honor and immortality and eternal life. By patience we we, we battle the battles of everyday life. Through patience, we pray to be overcomers. Through patience, we, we, we search for the Lord and search for the blessings of God and search for Him, a, a move of God to come through the service. We just don't give up on the first song.
the second song. We don't give up on the first time we testify. We don't give up on the first time we preach. We keep on continuing in patience. And after a little while, God's anointing is going to come down out of heaven. And he'll anoint with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And all the devils in hell can't stop the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't care how mean he gets. I don't care how loud he growls. When God decides to come by and we've waited patient for the anointing of God, we've waited for God to anoint our song, we've waited for God to anoint our testimony, we've waited for God to come by and touch us, and when God comes by, I'll tell you what, the devils have to line up against the wall, praise God. they got to put their back to the wall, and God says, sing on, preach on, testify on. Amen. When we wait patient, that's how we get victory sometimes. Sometimes we want victory right now. And I like it right now. I'll not tell you a tale. I like it right now. But there's been times, and today while I was a studying, I felt interference when I was a studying. I felt interference about all night in the church, praise God. But right now I'm glad tonight that I feel like patience. I, I felt so much interference, Alan, upon my being. I thought I was going to just ask you, Alan, I feel such a heavy load on me. Would you go ahead and try to preach tonight from my place? But praise God, but there's something inside of me that said, you better go ahead. There was something saying, you better go ahead. There was something speaking to me that said, you better go ahead. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. He said here, by patient continuance in well doing. Romans 12 and 12 said, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. You know what? You ever notice all the way through the Bible, and I'll read you several of them, but not all of them, everywhere you find that word patience, always something else coupled with it. And here he said that we, we get with, with our patience, awaiting and uh, upon the move of God, waiting, patient in tribulation, patient in a time of trouble waiting for a healing, waiting for God to answer, waiting for, for a, a move of God. And we've been praying about it, been anointed over. We've been asked other people to pray about it, but it hadn't come to pass yet. But being patient in tribulation. Is that all he said? No, he said, but continuing instant in prayer. Amen. Sometimes, I don't know about you, but it's hard for me to pray when I'm aggravated. Anybody ever been like that? Be honest tonight. Is it, is it hard for you to pray when you get aggravated in the spirit, in, in the flesh? I mean, it seems like you know that's what you need to do. You know you're waiting on God and you're waiting on something to come by. But man, I can sit here and wait, but I ain't much of a frame of mind doing much praying right now. <laughs> Praise God. But if we can get our patience coupled with prayer waiting and a praying waiting and a praying waiting and a praying waiting and a praying I was sitting there and I said uh, I was just sitting there tonight and I sat down the, the, over there in that chair and uh, like I said getting all that interference somewhere and uh, suddenly I just started praying I said God you're going to help me tonight God you're going to help me tonight God, you're going to help me tonight. I mean, I ask him, but I also talk positive. Pete, God, you're going to help me tonight. Praise the Lord. 
I'm glad tonight that there is still not just the waiting and the patience, but we can pray. And while we're praying, it seems like our wait is not near as long sometimes. Psalms 27, verse 13, I'd fainted unless I'd believe to see the, God, the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He, he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. People go to doctor's office, wait longer to see a doctor, and then we're waiting on the Lord to move. I'm telling it right. They'll go in there, and thankful for the doctors that uh, that says if you got a 9:30 appointment, 9:30 you go in. I don't know of one. There got to be one somewhere. But you can go at a 9:30 appointment. Well, I will have to say that over there where Jennifer goes, pretty well. You better be on schedule. But they roll you through there. If you say 9:30, somewhere around 9:30, they're gonna be there. And sometimes they'll take you even in early. If you get to, I learned to get over 30, 40 minutes early now. And sometimes we'll be on our way back just about by the time they see it going. But you don't find that too often. But we'll go to the doctor's office. Again, we sit there and we pilfer through. We'll use the bathroom two or three times while we're waiting two or three hours on them. We get restless. We get all of that. And then you go in the office. They check your blood pressure and wonder why your blood pressure's high. Man, if they'd been outside of waiting like we've been waiting and a prance on the floor and worrying about yourself and everything, your blood pressure be high too. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Man, help me have more patience when I go to see the doctor. My blood pressure will be down. I need patience. Praise the Lord. I need patience. And he said here, he said, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He'll strengthen your heart. I say, wait, I say on the Lord. You see, being patient will make us a stronger Christian. Being patient and waiting on the Lord coupled with prayer will give us more courage and overcome when the trials come our way. But, but if we're the kind of person that has to happen right now, right now, right now, right now, if it ain't on schedule, ma'am, we're, we're tore all to pieces. But you know what? If we wait on the Lord, we wait with patience. He says, I'll strengthen you. I'll strengthen your heart. In other words, it, this heart business he's talking about, he ain't talking about a physical, you know that. He's talking about our spiritual man. He'll make us stronger. He'll get us to where we can overcome more, a lot quicker and a lot easier, less time, simply because we have waited patiently upon the Lord and he has strengthened. Because his strength will I wait upon thee, for God is my defense. Acts chapter 1, verse 4. And being assembled together with them, commanding them that they should not part from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith, Ye have heard of me, for John uh, truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Amen. This is right for chapter 2. He told them, said, I want you to go to Jerusalem. Won't you wait for the promise? Amen. They go over there. They assemble themselves together. No doubt they get to praying. No doubt they get to singing, get to having a little bit of church and hadn't got it yet. And then maybe, maybe they're just sort of there. Maybe there's some getting just a little bit restless, but they go there and they wait and they wait and they wait. 
but through their patient waiting upon the Lord, suddenly, all of a sudden, they're all assembled together, sitting there together in one place, and they get to hearing a sound like they'd never heard before because they were patient, because they waited on the Lord. The Bible said that there came a sound from heaven as of a what? Rushing, mighty wind. Amen. They get to sitting there, they're praying, they're singing, and all of a sudden they get to hearing. <laughs> I wish that could sound more like wind. <laughs> all of a sudden they get to hearing this wind storm happen. And it begins, the Bible said, no doubt the Bible said that it began to fill the whole house where they were sitting. Everybody could feel something coming through the building. They could feel this storm. They could hear what's going on. And all of a sudden, there was something got a hold of every one of them. They began to speak in another language, in a language they'd never spoke of in before because they was waiting on the Lord. And they waited on the blessings of the Lord. I'm glad tonight they didn't give up. First time they sat down, they started waiting. I'm glad the first time one, 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 one got tired of praying and thought, well, maybe we might ought to quit. The others kept on praying, let's just wait a while longer. Well, I figured it'd been here by now, but let's wait a little while longer. And after a little while, everybody was in the same, in the same accord, in the same place. They were all speaking in other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance simply because they patiently waited on the Lord. Amen. The Bible said in Luke 21, verse 19, how important is our patience in the things of God? It said, in your patience possess ye your souls. Again, if we're one of these hurry up and get it done do persons, we may lose out because I'm going to tell you what, God don't get in no hurry just for us. God don't get in no hurry just because we are not patient enough. I've had to do things and hurry up and get things done because I knew people's getting restless. You ever done that? Had to hurry up. And when it's starting, you've seen they get to squirming and they get to restless and all, all of that. It begins to put pressure on you to hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And I'm going to tell you what, to get too big a hurry, you can't do as good a job. You're more subject to errors when you get too fast. But if you'll slow down and take your time, and you'll be patient on it, you'll find out the job will actually be a little better. Brother Tucker, I know you've worked on a lot of jobs, and one of the first things to come out with, they, want, they tell him, said, you've got this number of days to get this job done. They don't tell him necessarily, or didn't tell him necessarily, uh, Tucker, you're going to have to work this day and this day, this day, this day. They leave a job over to him, and he sort of looks it over. If he sees they're getting behind, he looks at boys, we're going to start working 10 hours a day, six days a week. It might come down, says, boys, we're going to have to add on Sunday. We're going to have to put in some more hours, more than what we thought we was, because don't look to me like uh, that we're going to get done in time. But they try to work to the time frame that was given to them. And you know, tonight, when we with the things of God that, that, that sometimes we, 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 we think that it ought to be done right now, right now, right now but again I'm going to tell you what it'll be done when God wants it done it'll be done the way God wants it done long as we wait Pete, praise God, we wait in patience God's going to reward us because that in our patience possess us our souls Amen Tonight, 
I know people have been very patient with preachers wishing they'd hurry up and get done. You may be here tonight, bored stiff. Well, you be patient enough. We might do better the next time. If you'll be patient. He said here in Romans 5 and 3, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. We talk about a lot of things. We talk about the love of God. We talk about uh, the glory of God. We talk about right and wrong and all of this. But did you know tonight that patience is essential for a Christian person to live right? You know, I, I read over here in, in the Bible, how many tonight feel like that God was patient with you? He was very patient with you. We had a, a lesson not too long ago in Sunday school and uh, where a man owed a debt and there's going to take his family and sell them and pay his debt he went to the to the man and he said uh, uh, Lord said would you have patience with me and I'll pay thee all and said and, and because this man really and seemed like sincerely said Lord would you be patient with me I'll be honest and I'll try to pay my debt and the man looked at that and he was moved on with compassion and forgave him all of his debt. But it wasn't but just a little while out there that this man also had a man that owed him something. And it was time for him to be patient. And when he asked, when the man asked for him to be patient, nope, I'll not be patient with you. But when the man that had given him patience heard of this, he was very wroth. Amen. He was very angry with him. And so tonight, we know the Lord was patient with us. In like manner, Christ-like, we also become patient with one another. Amen. He said here, For whatsoever things are written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one to another according to Christ Jesus. He said that that was a God. He even referred to him how important his patience. He said he was the God of patience. He was a God of it. I mean, you thought he's just God of heaven. The Bible said he's God of patience. Amen. If you need patience... How many needs more patience tonight? Amen. We need more patience. Well, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> Bobby was telling me about his, uh, uh, about his grandson the other day. He come up to the building where he's at. Said, what's he calling? Nana had sent him up there, gets Cameron up there to uh, tell him, said, uh, Papa, come to eat. Well, Papa was working on a bicycle. Papa didn't get the chain back right. Papa was having time getting that chain and missed, missed, a, missed a loophole to get it through. And Cameron asked him, how was it, Bobby? He asked you about your work? Yeah. said, just call Brother Wade. Papa said, he'll fix it. Praise God. Thank the Lord. Old Cameron's got confidence in me fixing a bicycle. I may not do too many things too good, but he thinks I can fix a bicycle. Praise the Lord. 
I'm going to tell you why. Huh? Yeah, I said, I can do anything. sometimes and then finally we get patient enough and then he'll fall right in place right when we ain't even expecting he'll come by God will come by sometimes we think we've waited waited Lord I must wait a long time more and all of a sudden right out of the blues God shows up with the answer don't he hallelujah God will come by and he'll bless he'll answer your prayer he'll heal your body he'll, he'll touch your soul and touch your spirit in just a moment's time we wait patient on the Lord Here's a scripture that really come to me the other day. He said, For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, that you might receive the promise. You have, we have need of patience. Lord, I've been living right. Lord, I've been doing what I'm supposed to do. Lord, I don't know of anything else to do than what I'm doing but just sort of wait patiently. He said, well, you have need of patience. After you, Lord, I've done the will of God. I've preached the way you want me to preach. I've lived the way you want me to live. I've prayed the way you want me to pray. I've done all the things, Lord, that I know to do right. And it seemed like it ain't getting any better. But he said that we had need of patience. After we've done the will, after we've done the will of God, now, that's important tonight. We may wait. We may want. But have we done the will of God? Now, there's the key to the whole thing. Have we done the will of God? If we have done the will of God, like God wanted it to be, the way God would have it, then he said for we, we would wait for this, that we might receive that promise. And I know what he's talking about here, but we can use that in another term. The promise of what? Promise I'll come by and help you. Promise I'll come by and move for you. Promise that I'll be with you when you're low. I'll walk with you through the dark valleys. I'll be right by your side in the midnight hour. I'll go with you through the fire. I'll walk with you hand in hand across the, 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 the troubled waters of life sometime if we need, if we wait upon the Lord. And I'm, I'm finished Isaiah 40 verse 31 but they that wait upon the Lord wait upon the Lord amen you know why sometimes we ain't no stronger than what we are we don't wait long enough amen we get in too big a hurry we get impatient we get to uh, shift in our feet around you ever watch somebody and you, you tell them to wait for you just a little bit and they'll pretty well stand there and then after they figure time for you to been there or whatever they get to shuffling get to moving about get to looking get to wondering get to uh, trying to figure out what's going on and get to shuffling around and, and about where the ground out where they're standing now, I'm a kind of fellow, when it, when it comes time, I say, I'm leaving at 5.30. Or I'm leaving here this morning at 6.30. I like to be on the road when I say I'm going to be on the road. 
I don't know what the 15 minutes matter. Most time it don't. But for some reason or other, I'm built on a time schedule. And when I say I want to do something at a certain time, I get, I get trouble because I can't do that. But if we wait patiently upon the Lord, we wait upon the Lord, the Lord shall renew their strength. If you're here tonight and you're as strong as you've ever been, you are an exception. If you're here tonight and you've never had any troubles in life, you've never been hurt, you've never had any disappointments, you've never had any heartaches, you've never had anything wrong with you, physically or spiritually, you are an exception. They need to get Bobby Dow to mount you and frame you on a wall because you're the only one in the world and you'd be worth a whole lot of money. But I know better than that tonight that everybody here in this building tonight and everywhere else in the world they have troubles, they have problems and all of this, but and, and there's times that we need to be strengthened in the Lord. He said if we wait upon the Lord, he'll renew our strength. And I feel like tonight that every individual in some way, some capacity, you've felt weak in things of God. I don't mean you're sinning. I'm talking about because of, of whatever has come your way. You felt staggering. You have felt not too stable. You have not felt like hardly even picking your head up and going to church. You, when you got there, you didn't feel like standing when the Spirit wasn't moving. You didn't feel like clapping your hands and everybody else around you was a clapping. You didn't feel like lifting your hands and praising God when everybody else was lifting their hands and praising God. Because you was, you were under a, such a heavy burden. But if we'll wait upon the Lord, He'll renew our strength. We'll mount up with wings as of eagles. They'll run, not be weary. In other words, we we may run through it again, but there's going to be a day come that we're going to be able to run. We ain't going to get tired of running. When it looked like we ought to be tired, it seemed like we're just as fresh as it was when we started. It may look like we might ought to be giving up because of all of that, but if we wait upon the Lord, he'll strengthen us because we wait patiently upon the Lord. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. I certainly need that from time to time. I need to wait upon the Lord. I have waited before. I have been strengthened before. Anybody ever wait in the Lord right out of nowhere when you didn't expect that he strengthened you? I mean, when the devil tell you you ain't going to be blessed no more, you ain't going to feel God's presence anymore, you come into a little service and about half church laid out because they're sorry and didn't want to come to church. And when a whole lot going on, but right there in the middle of that, in the middle of that little old service, God gets to moving on you and you feel like that's on a day of Pentecost. You get to feeling something come by and God blesses you. And a lot of people, oh, I wish I'd been there. They should have been. Amen. But we wait patiently upon the Lord because we don't ever know when he's going to come by. Amen. We don't, know, we don't have, his, have his schedule uh, in our hand that we can look at and find out, well, God, what night are you going to move? I'm going to go to church that night. God, what night are you going gonna, gonna to bless the sing because I'll sing that night. Lord, what night are you going to do this? I'll preach that night, Lord. 
but it might be like one of these nights. <laughs> Praise God. I tell you what, I'm looking for the Lord to come by one night and just bless me, and I get to preach about five minutes, shout the other 30. Amen. If I wait on him long enough, it may happen. I felt pretty good that night, Al. Praise God. I believe, what was that, Saturday week ago? Amen. He sort of got a hold of him and just turned me inside out. And I like that, praise the Lord. I needed that. Amen. And I appreciate the Lord. And I hope tonight that you have got the message. Wait on the Lord tomorrow. Wait on the Lord the next day. Wait till the Lord comes by. And if you wait and I wait patiently, we're going to come out with strength in our soul. We're going to get up one of these days and one morning and all of a sudden we're going to feel like a new person. We're going to get up and we're going to have a bounce in our, in our feet. We're going to have a sparkle in the eye and a smile on our face like we had not had in a good while. You know why? Because we've waited patiently on the Lord. All that the devil's been talking about and all that depression he's been ascending by your way, you're going to wonder where in the world did all of that go? But he's going to renew our strength if we wait on the Lord. Amen. I like that renewing. I, I, I appreciate you being patient tonight. You have been very patient. Amen. You sure have. And uh, won't you pray for me? Praise God. Pray for me. Pray for our church. Pray for your brother and your sister. Those in the Lord that's doing good and those in the Lord that ain't doing so hot. Those that need to really pray through and get a hold of God, pray for them. Those that's backslid and ain't admitted it yet, pray for them. I mean, we need to pray for every, every aspect of it, no matter what it is. Man, I, it's easy to pray for somebody when they're up there and, and they're, they're kicking up their heels and they're shouting, turning double back flips. God bless him, God bless him, God bless him. But that old boy and that old girl, whoever it is, that person, that woman, that man that's getting up there and they're struggling with everything in them, go home and say, boy, didn't they make a flop? Boy, and go home and say, they didn't get over top tonight. We ought to be as guilty as that egg-sucking dog if we say something like that and we didn't pray for him, God, to help him. It's our responsibility. Brother Pete, if we're up and we're trying to do something for God and we're struggling, it's mine and your responsibility. If old Bobby Dow's over there and, and he's trying to sing and get in and he seems like he's having a hard time, me and Pete Hayden at least have a prayer in our heart. God, would you bless him? God, would you help him? God, would you move on? I tell you what, we get to doing more of that stuff. You're going to find people getting more anointed. You're going to find people getting in a little bit more. But what sometimes we do, we get a fellow that's been praying through all day. He's prayed his way through. He's, he's cut through the, the gates of hell in prayer. And they get up to sing a song or preach the word of God. The anointing of God's all over them. And everybody wants to get in with him. But sometimes we need to help them pray them through. We need to get behind them and push them on through. When their hands get down low, we need to lift their hands up high. Didn't they have to do the man of God that way? When he stood over there and, and one on the right hand and one on the left hand, as long as he, I believe he even set him down upon a rock, didn't he? He sat there on a rock and all the time they had his hands raised up. The, his, the armies of God was winning, out, winning the battle. But just as soon as his arms get to going down, who was it, Aaron and her? When that's who it was that ran over there, they ran over and they said, hey, listen, I see the importance of you keeping your hands up because if your hand is up, we're going to win. But when your hand goes down, we're going to lose. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to tell you tonight, it's our responsibility to lift 
done preaching. Glory to God. You know me? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. We would roll over the right rock, Alan. Glory to God. When we can lift up somebody. Amen. As I said, there's some people come to church. You don't have to get behind them. God doesn't got them through. Got them over the hump. When they first hit the floor, they're up on top. You know what I'm talking about? You ever seen that happen? And I've seen other times we have to help pull, push, and tug, and, and encourage, and, and get behind, and do everything we possibly can. Amen. How was it Brother Robert used to say about that uh, only a few would pull the sleigh to the top of the hill, but once you got it there, everybody wanted to ride. <laughs> it ain't changed. It ain't changed any at all. It's the same way. Amen. I appreciate God. I appreciate you tonight. And pray pray for the, pray again. Pray one for another. Amen. God would come by and help us.